Welcome to this gathering of the Franconia Baptist Church. My name is Nick Roark, and I have the joy of serving here as one of the shepherds. We gather this Friday, this Good Friday, to remember, to consider, to meditate on the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as you came into the sanctuary, you should have received a bulletin that will have all of the scripture readings and the hymns that will help to fix our minds and our hearts on the sacrifice of Christ. You'll notice in the bulletin, as you look at the scripture readings, that this evening we are going to be following Mark's gospel and his account from Gethsemane all the way to the cross. And so the passages that we shall read tonight are the pinnacle of Mark's gospel. Everything in the preceding chapters prepare the way for what happens here. In fact, all of human history, all of history finds its culmination in what happens in these verses. So what happens? Jesus Christ is betrayed, abandoned, falsely accused, condemned, crucified, forsaken, and buried. And yet these passages of scripture are not about the execution of a criminal. They are about the coronation of the king. So from Gethsemane to Golgotha, everything that happened that first Good Friday 2000 years ago focuses on the one who is king, the king of Israel and the king of kings. And yet, amazingly, this king, the true king, is treated like a criminal. He's mocked and he's scorned and he is condemned and he is crucified. But when you view this king and the events of Good Friday through the eyes of faith, Jesus Christ's crucifixion truly is his coronation. You'll remember that one of the thieves crucified alongside him perceived this reality by faith. As he himself hung dying, he looked at the man on the middle cross, the man from Nazareth. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And on the cross, above his sacred head, now wounded, was the title, the King of the Jews. And upon his bleeding brow set the crown of thorns. Thorns that had been the sign of Adam's curse and Adam's defeat, now transformed on the cross by the the second Adam into a crown of victory on Jesus's head. Victory over sin, victory over Satan, victory over the curse, and victory over even death itself. So this Good Friday, we are afforded another amazing opportunity to once again survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died. One writer once said this, if our meditation on the cross be meager, 
Can our love for the Savior be great? So let's take these next few minutes and meditate on the cross this evening. And let's marvel at the coronation of the one who is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Because it's on the cross that the timber of that cross became a tree of life for the world, for all sinners who would ever turn from their sins and trust in him, receiving him in the empty hands of faith. So let's begin our time by praying and asking God's blessing. And then we'll move into the readings and the responsive singing. Would you pray with me? Our gracious God and heavenly father, we do confess and praise you, knowing that all of us like sheep have gone astray and we have turned every one of us to our own way. But the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And so we pray, Father, as we consider the cross on which our Savior died. We pray that you would open our eyes now to behold wonderful things in your beautiful word. And what we know not, please teach us. And what we have not, please give us. And what we are not, please make us. All for the glory and praise of your dearly beloved Son, who lives with you. And who reigns with you together with the Holy Spirit, one God, forever blessed and forever praised. Amen. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord.